0: Hello friends, welcome back to the clubhouse. It's club cool. It's the best podcast for style, fashion, pop culture, entertainment, arts, culture, all of those high-minded things. We're talking about all of them today. This is V12. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, Grand X Media's resident style guru and expert. Guess who I'm here with? It's uh, he's the unofficial co-host. We haven't made anything official, but um, he knows it's coming. It's Phil Battaglia. Hey, happy to be here. Thank Phil, you, Phil. Guess what? Today's version of Club Cool is sponsored by our very own brand. It's sponsored by Rowdy Gentlemen. Wow! And the first thing that I have to tell you all about is a little early sale code that we're dropping on you. Producer Micah, do the uh, Funkmaster Flex exclusive shit, 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 <laughs> shit, 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 shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> The code is CCEARLY. That stands for Club Cool Early. That's why that that's why that CC is there. It's The code is CCEARLY. It gets you 30% off. So go check out RowdyGentleman.com. The code does apply to stuff that's already on sale. 30% uh, off everything? 30% off the entire website. Wow, okay. That is correct. There are shirts for $8 in the sales section. You get to take 30% off those as well. I'm partial to the new selection of vintage tees. However, these are my favorite things because they're very wearable in in a in a more stylish way. Absolutely, yeah. I see you wearing these with like denim and Golden Goose sneakers and spine language vintage tee. Get on it. Uh, I really like the Goodnight Dunes Mm -hmm. vintage tee. I mean, this is just like super comfortable, easy to wash, low-maintenance tees with like some small, cool graphics on them. Um, the Apache Rose is another one of my favorites, as well as the uh, the Mesa Verde vintage tee. If you like Natty Light, we got a bunch of Natty Light stuff as well. Anyways, give RowdyGentleman.com a look. Again, that code is CCEARLY for 30% off your entire purchase. Um. Hotline. No hotline calls today, but I did just want to mention it again. If you don't want to DM or send an email, you can call the hotline and leave a voice message. That number is 833-CLUB-COOL. All right, Phil, we've got a few good topics today. But before we get into it, uh, we we failed to tell our little story last week mm-hmm. about our journey to a sneaker raffle here in Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that, did yeah. we? So... You guys out there that are paying attention to the sneaker stuff now, you probably see if you're paying attention to to Instagram that whenever something, whenever a big release happens, whenever something exclusive is coming out, a lot of these stores, you know, sneakers and stuff, and Noter Shop and Sneaker Politics, Kith. feature Kith, they'll all they do these in store draws. So if you're outside of New York, L. A. or Chicago, this doesn't happen very often for you because a lot of these these in store raffles. Require you to go to the physical store, pick up a raffle ticket, enter. And a lot of people see this as like the most democratic way of giving out the opportunity to buy these sneakers. Because you can't get beat by the bots, as they say, Mm -hmm. online. And with the online raffles, like, yeah, that's all well and good. But you know how many people enter a raffle at endclothing.com for an off white of <laughs> yeah i mean it's got to be it's got to be hundreds of thousands of people Absolutely. i would guess especially yeah. because a lot of these stores are so international at this point and they yeah. ship internationally as well so it's just you know it's it's winning a lottery here so there is a, a new store in austin relatively new it's sneaker politics it's based out of louisiana they just opened an austin store uh, probably only a few months ago it had officially mm-hmm. opened it's on Second Street here in Austin, downtown, which is a very it, it's it's like a it's it's a I'll call it a trendy street, and yet not a lot of action on it. No, I mean most of those stores are kind of like a revolving door of Yeah, like nothing really manages to last very long yeah. on Second Street outside of their restaurants. High rent, man. High and, rent. and and so there's one like women's boutique that seems to do well called Hemline. Um and, and yeah, it's like all the other little stores, nothing lasts very long. It's tough, it's yeah. tough out there. So I, I, you know, I'm not exactly sure what what the decision or what the thinking was, but they were doing a raffle for the undercover versions of the Element React eighty seven sneakers that that we're interested in. And so Phil and I took a field trip down there, and we got into sneaker politics. And the the, the very first noticeable thing is that their offering is just straight garbage. <laughs> And I and I'm trying to like wrap my head around this because we already know that this is a difficult location to thrive in, and now it's like you get there, and if you know like, wouldn't you want to make the best of that? Wouldn't you want to like really offer like a bunch of good stuff and have like lots of selection? Yeah, they're
1: gonna have to sell a ton of sneakers because, um, and Bear put this on his I think the Club Cool story on Instagram, but like there's one wall of sneakers and then the opposite wall has what like a dozen
0: uh, t-shirts er, t-shirts that are yeah. their own branded tees right maybe some hats dude that's gonna be tough man couple of pairs of basketball shorts on the table in the middle of the store and that's it and so yeah it's just it's strange because like I, I get you know we know well around the Grand X parts that holding onto inventory is difficult mm-hmm. so for them to get every single store that they have like loaded up with inventory would be extremely expensive but uh, you know, I don't know if this space is just for show. Just get the name out there. Yeah, it could be just a marketing deal. Anyway, so Phil and I walk in. We're, the store is not crowded, but people are trickling in to enter this raffle. And the way the raffle works, it's one of those ones where there's two tickets. You know, it's it's a double. It's a double ticket, and you fill out your info on one, the size and the color you want, and then it's they. It's got a, the matching number, and they take the the corresponding ticket. To do something with, and now here's the real question: <laughs> They throw it away. Are they? Are these tickets just be through, are just being thrown straight into the garbage For can? For sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. What Barrett failed to mention is you can beat the bots by
0: going to these things, but you can't beat the back door. Yeah, you probably can't beat the back door. So, this is a call to the club, the members of Club Cool out there. I want to know if you've ever worked at a small boutique like this or even a footlocker or finish line that got like a big drop Uh, you know that's probably a little bit more corporate they probably have less flexibility or leeway to basically like cheat people at the big at the big box stores like that but i want to know either way i want to know how this works i want to know if employees get a get the first shot like you think that guy working the desk got his got his choice of color and size For sure, surely he got one pair, right? And we were the only people in there that didn't know him. And he and he probably has like at least eight or ten friends that he's (laughs) that he's gonna like you know work the system for a little bit, Uh, right?
1: Yeah, that's
0: that's just us being bitter too. I think probably, probably. (laughs) I mean, he 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 did say that like by noon we were in there about eleven, and he said that by noon they would have enough entries to take every single pair that they had received mm-hmm. of these of the three colorways of the react element 87 that they had gotten yeah so i, I you know i don't know they may have only had six pairs of each shoe who it, who knows well they're only right now you can go
1: pick up that the pair that you wanted for 270 on StockX. no
0: Isn't that right the lowest ask it's not, it's not 270 pick them up we gotta look this up right now Great radio here as I type things into uh, what size are you? Ten. Four ten. Is the lowest ask. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well there's two se- uh, two 70s for bit.
1: the size four. All those size fours out there go scooping <laughs>
0: up. <laughs> yeah, well if you're a size if you're a size four, if you've got baby feet, now's the now's the time. Anyways, that's uh, that's our story. Neither one of us won the raffle. Which was not surprising, although I was mildly crushed. I I thought that one of us would get lucky. But the the bigger question here is is if you've ever worked at a store like this, I'm just curious how the back door works. I just want to know like how rampant it is, and if you think that if there was even a draw, yeah. for it for any was of this, there or, a draw at all? Right, or if it was just all, you know, handshakes and and elbow grease and <laughs> and, and greasing the wheels a little bit, because it sure seemed like. Sure seemed a little fishy. And yet, I don't know what the point of bringing in people for the raffle would be because there was nothing to shop for in the store. <laughs> right. That was kind of the, that was what didn't line up for me, is that they got me into the store, and then I was like, man, this store sucks. Yeah. There's not a single pair of shoes on the wall that I even wanted to try on. See you never. So, you know. All right. That's our little story. <laughs> That's his the, the first rent. Of the show. Yeah, that's <laughs> they're the first of many, maybe. <laughs> All right, Phil, let's jump into uh, to some arts, to some science, Ooh. to some space exploration. All right. All right. Have you heard of Dear Moon? Oh, if, is this um, Elon Musk? Yes. If you're out there, go to dearmoon.earth right now on your phone or on your computer so you can kind of follow along and see what's happening with us. So, in case you don't know, the first space traveler with SpaceX and Elon Musk has been announced. He is a Japanese billionaire and art collector. His name is Yusaku Maezawa, and he is the founder and CEO of Zozotown, which is Japan's largest online clothing retailer. They say he's got a net worth of around $3 billion. And he is officially announced as the first person that's going to make this trip to the moon on a SpaceX rocket. So that's pretty cool. Um, if you had three billion dollars, first question: Would you want to go to space? Would you want to be the fir- one of the first people in space?
1: Yeah, I would do it. I don't know what it's costing though. Is there? Do
0: we have a, a read on that? What the cost is? Elon has said that the down payment that he's put down was. "Quote significant, and will help them with like a lot of the upfront material costs. So I would guess at least a hundred million. Wow, really? Probably a little bit more than that. That's that's my that's my takeaway. Damn, because he's wow. I don't know, man. That's a lot of cash. This this reusable rocket that they want to use the 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 shuttle. It's called I think it's called the BFR." Elon has said that it's gonna the development to get it right and like up and running and functional and all that will be about five billion dollars. Wow! And they're gonna do this 2023 is the year. Mm-hmm. Now the space stuff it, this always gets pushed back. Yeah, there's always a delay. I'm just it's like I totally understand the desire to do this. This would be epic, and if you have the money, like why not be one of the first people to do this? Now it, it's kind of like it's also terrifying because. Well, you never know with the first few of, the, of these exactly how it's going to go. Oh, I mean, NASA, the freaking most brilliant scientists in the world, have blown up several spaceships. Yeah, right. You know, and hadn't SpaceX? Uh, SpaceX has blown up a rocket or two. Yeah, but those were like unmanned things. You know, I, I don't know if, if they correlate exactly to to this this whole BFR launch. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's just it's just interesting to think about like if you were this wealthy would you actually be able to pull the trigger it's probably easy once people are doing this on the rag and it's like yeah seemingly a pretty safe endeavor
1: just a standard vacation you can book on expedia right
0: and it this flight takes about a week it takes off it loops around the moon and it comes back. That in, seems short. You're to in me. space for like a week, basically, basically. Yeah. Which is another curious thing. I wasn't sure if they were. So there's there's no lunar landing. Associated no, it's with just it, like which a makes hot lap it up around the yeah, the which moon. which makes it. I think the level of difficulty, the degree of difficulty, a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. That you don't have to you don't have to deal with any landing mechanisms or or things that could actually go onto the moon. Hmm. So.
1: And so he's bringing. Get into that. Yeah. So the
0: so the second part of this story is that this guy Yusaku Mayazawa, he's this big art collector, believes in the power of like fine art to to change the world, and so he has said that who he's going to bring with him on his journey to the moon are artists and musicians and creatives. So the he's bringing with him he might not bring one of each of these, but among the people he'll consider will be film directors, painters, dancers novelists musicians fashion designers sculptors photographers and architects and the goal of all this is basically to inspire this collective of creative geniuses to go back and do something wonderful with the inspiration Mm -hmm. that they've obtained from this once in a lifetime journey and you know, there there's some pretty... Uh, as well as the pressure on SpaceX to not botch this and kill a bunch of civilians. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a ton of pressure on the people that will eventually go on oh, this. Yeah. Because, I'll quote from the he, video. Their works will certainly become legacy for humankind. Better hope so. <laughs> he left off podcast host from that. He did leave... A, yeah, list. that's... Un, yeah. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate. Sad. All right, so is it's he... A pay- burgeon, it's a burgeoning... Yeah. Up-and-coming... Uh, Maybe medium next time. so you know by yeah. 2023 i'll probably be on the short list right you'll be broadcasting from the moon <laughs> you and micah yeah micah has to producer micah has to come with his little mini setup <laughs> that, they, that the, for podcast that they use at the golf course
1: so is homeboy picking up the tab for everybody on he this? is he is yes. for the wow. people that he
0: invites and that he brings it's it will be the 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 trip will be free for them good for them okay but it, it's just interesting to think about because some of the other things that he references are like, what if John Lennon was able to to see the curvature of the Earth? What mm-hmm. if Picasso had seen the moon up close? Like, what would they have done? And I mean, there's pictures of that stuff, man. Like, I realize the experience is is not really describable, but um, I, I mean, I'm it, it's fascinating to think about what could inspire these people, but also, what if it doesn't?
1: Yeah, and and you know, these <laughs> these people are, I'm assuming, you know, successful in each one of these fields, uh-huh. so they're probably well taken care of and aren't going to be used to eating like MREs every day and like <laughs> shitting and then having to like, how does that work? Do you, you know, like vacuuming out
0: your, all the... Your, uh, your doo-doo?
1: Yeah. It's I mean, not going to be pleasant. I don't, I don't think that's going to be a nice
0: experience, so it could go horribly wrong. <laughs> I mean, I think space travel has gotten a lot better though since like you know Neil Armstrong.
1: I know, but I think these people are used to like a five star experience. Well, I, maybe Elon can deliver.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Barrett is still waiting on his Model Three. By the way, who me? Yeah, no, I canceled my reservation. You did? I did. Yeah, yeah, it was gonna be it was gonna be too expensive the, because they 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 loop they reeled you in with like the whole promise of like the affordable, you know. Thirty to forty thousand dollar Model Three, but then it's like if you wanted the range that actually allowed you to drive around for a while, and like the ability to eventually upload or download the uh, all the automatic driving type stuff, you ended up you were going to end up spending like more like fifty fifty
1: five thousand. No, now so you can just bird now.
0: Yeah, and you yeah yeah. Who needs a Tesla? You can just bird around. You're (laughs) fun. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you think that? Do you think that we will get humankind legacies for humankind from this from this trip in five, I in five so. years? I think
1: so. I mean, I think it's got a lot of potential. My idea would be to to round up um, all of the SoundCloud rappers <laughs> and get them into like the back of that shuttle, like yeah. in the, just uh-huh. the shithole portion of it. And then once they get like over the moon, just open it up and kick them out <laughs> and leave them up there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe they'll put six nine as the, oh. as the uh, as the musician here. <laughs> man, I would love to see him stay up there, <laughs> drop his ass off. Do you think Kanye West will get an invite?
1: That's you know, that's the first name that came to mind in my head, but he's already on the moon, man.
0: His stuff looks like it could be worn on the moon. He
1: is mentally on the moon. <laughs> he doesn't need
0: to go. I think they should take. I think they should take Kanye, and then uh, I think they should just take Michael Jackson. Yeah yeah take Michael Jackson, Get Michael Jackson up there Dig too. him up and put <laughs> anything's possible man uh, but a, a cool story that this guy is you know basically giving this experience to artists and creatives and fashion designers and musicians and it'll be interesting to see what happens of this and and, and what is inspired by it Guys listeners, if you've enjoyed what we've been bringing to you on Club Cool on its new feed, make sure you subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And do me a huge favor, share this with friends. Tell them about it. Word of mouth is huge. Send them a link to a, a, one of our episodes with a topic that you think they might enjoy. Subscribe, leave a review, give us a good rating. Really helps us on the charts, helps more people find this podcast. And then we're able to bring you better and better content every single week. Uh, so just a quick note to do that, share it, and... Uh, we can get into our next topic phil i've had a lot of questions from listeners about various things with jeans and denim from what styles are trending to brands that they want to wear to that they should be wearing to how to size properly just kind of questions running the gamut so just kind of wanted to do a whole segment with you on denim and with jeans so before we get into kind of the, some of the suggestions and 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 that that part of it uh, let's talk about the current status of denim trend wise looking forward what's what is what's uh what's the latest what is what is what going into fall what does the denim look like that you've seen out there
1: yeah um I have some thoughts on that, but first, I want to point out that Micah has just walked out on us <laughs> and left us with nothing but a message on this screen up here in bold, I must go pee, period. I shall be back. Doesn't he wear a diaper during these He days? did
0: that. He did. He's supposed to. He's God supposed to be damn in the pens. Yeah.
1: We're on our own. Yeah. Denim. Um. So, apparently, <laughs> it, the, the the wide leg is in.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, You know, and I've been telling myself- since I first, you know, saw the that it was coming back, I was hanging on for dear life to a few pair of old jeans that were wider leg yep. that um I've since given away. Uh, oh, you I, did not hold on I, to. I did. I just <laughs> <laughs> I held on to them until we moved and I said fuck it. Um I, I don't know. So, what I am going to buy, but this is not denim and I am going to buy a a a pair of Topman uh slacks, I guess if mm-hmm, you will, mm-hmm. that are relaxed and in yeah. somewhat wide leg but I cannot pull off too wide of a leg. I, my frame doesn't doesn't work with it. yeah I'm we're we're, too we're
0: both smaller guys so the so the look is like a little bit tougher. but I think you're right. I think that super skinny denim has been the thing for many years now not only many seasons, but many years. And, and so as always with fashion, like nothing, nothing stays on top forever. You know, that's, and and so you kind of, that's, that's why people hold on to vintage stuff is because like everything kind of comes back around at some point. And, and, and so it's not that, it's not that the slim denim or the, or the skinny denim or the tapered denim is necessarily going away. It's it it's just not what's like on the forefront, basically. Right. It's not what you'll see on runways. It's not what the new brands will be like bringing into stores. It's it's you know you, you'll still see plenty of it mm-hmm. in department stores and Nordstrom and Neiman's and wherever. But like, it, if you're looking for what's next, like what what's coming, what are people going to be wearing and you know, fashionably, the skinny skinny denim is is a little bit on the outs. And a kind of natural straight leg is what's in. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did manage to hold on to a pair of jeans. They were one of my they were one of my first pairs of uh, of slim denim, actually. So but, were mine yeah. <laughs> that I was holding on to.
1: Now they're wide leg. Yeah,
0: they're, and and see that's kind of like. That's the thing is that this pair of ragged bones that I had that I held on to they're, they're a size too big for me now basically yeah and they weren't quite as skinny as things would get in the seasons following when I bought them so now they do kind of like fit right into this into this mold of kind of this relaxed fit that's not like super super baggy we're not talking jinkos here mm-hmm. but they're just they're not you know they're, they're they're they don't like grab the thighs they don't taper down real sharply at the ankle, mm-hmm. so, so they're just they're just kind of like an old school, almost Levi's five hundred one type fit, right? That just is, is 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 natural and straight leg. Um, but just to kind of piggyback on what you said about going for the top man pants, uh, I think that's that's the other half of the story. Is that I remember in high school, like. Gene popularity was like a bag of your fit with like a lot of wash, a lot of distressing. Mm-hmm. You know, people were buying from American Eagle and Aeropostale and Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. And it was like a real washed out, distressed look. And then we moved into like the selvedge denim, dark denim. We slimmed down the silhouette. And then we then we really slimmed it down into skinnier denim with like serious tapers. And then we started distressing again. So much so that we got like the '90s rips and knee destroying, blowouts, destroyed denim, and so the only natural course of you know for that denim is to go back into like mm-hmm. the cleaner look and like the cleaner dark denim with a slim silhouette, and it's not time for that basically because that happened too recently, and so I think what's really happening is that denim is a little bit on the back burner right now and the bit and the bigger stuff right now is various types of pants especially this like single pleat kind of kind of baggy but cropped but mm-hmm. also kind of tapered look yeah the track pants are really big mm-hmm. we've talked you know a little bit about like the utility type look and the cargo pants back, coming back so i think that's really the shift that you're seeing is not necessarily to like a whole new range of denim but to you know broadening the pant spectrum as a whole right and so uh i'm I'm looking at the i'm looking at the gq from august 2018 it's the one with travis scott and kylie and they were doing that they basically interviewed like some cool stores around the country just kind of asking them like about trends that they saw for fall and they asked each of them similar but different questions so They asked the co-founder of a store called Magasin in Culver City, they said, what's selling for you? And Josh Peskowitz, the co-founder, says, people come to us for pants. Most men haven't found their pants rhythm outside of denim yet. As we go into this more voluminous and pleated period, they're still looking for their groove. They come to us for a carrot fit, a wide leg, or an interesting texture. So I I, I think that kind of has the answer in it right there is that we've kind of done almost everything you can do denim wise over the last decade and so now people are really trying to like focus on like how they can differentiate the bottoms what type of pants they can wear what type of different mm-hmm. silhouettes can you do with like with the athletic track pant or the cropped chino or just or a jogger or a, or jo- or a jogger or an old school trouser so I think that's I think that's the the, the like, other half of this of this trend
1: the moral of the story is just I guess no longer will I have to be scared of a wider leg I think that it's okay to get something that is a bit wide but yeah make sure it doesn't what I can't stand is when it is like it swallows your shoes right right whether that's the break in the pant or if it's just too long and just it kind of like hovers over the top of the shoe I hate that
0: yeah yeah, that's yeah, exactly. I'm I'm with you. It's 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 a more relaxed feel, but it still is tailored in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um So, just to kind of to go back to the de- to some of the denim trends, I had a question specifically about distressed and ripped in specific mm-hmm. denim. What are your thoughts on on ripped denim as in 2018?
1: Yeah, so I have two pair um, one is just like a simple topman that has a like a real quick cut across each knee mm-hmm. um, just straight across and it has a, you know some strings hanging off and then and those don't look that great i just like the way they fit uh-huh. um, and then the pair that i do like to wear quite often um, which has more of a total blowout in the knee um, that looks way more natural is those John Elliot's that yeah. I, I picked up like a year or the so black ago. ones yeah 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 and the blowout it, is exactly what it sounds like it looks like somebody took a shotgun from the inside <laughs> and shot it out the knee but it's more of a natural tear right. As, right as opposed to just cutting it straight across yeah
0: and that's i mean that's you usually get what you pay for the the that costs more the construction is more difficult the yeah. the distressing harder to do mm-hmm. would you buy anything like that right now no yeah no i'm good yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. I, I think that that trend is not quite dead, but definitely dying. We talked about this, what like over a year? Yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. I I wrote a piece for PGP at least over a year ago where I mentioned that I wasn't buying anymore. And all these people that like sunk over a thousand bucks into these fear of god like yeah they're yeah be with the big blowouts, chilling with them for a while. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I, I'm and I'm still in on like uh, on light washing and distressing. I think you know some some. Some wear, mm-hmm. some stuff that looks worn is okay. But what I'm not so in on anymore is you know like the big shreds, open gaps in the like thighs, multiple or knees, multiple rips. Yeah. And like you said, like I've got knee blowout denim too. I'll probably still wear them, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely not something that I'm looking for anymore. And then the, this kind of part two of this question was with some of this stuff and the and the super distressed denim falls into this category are there trends like that 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 we become too old to wear right the specific question was basic was in reference to this distressed denim and like basically like if you're not justin bieber when do you start looking funny and the trend Mm -hmm. um And it's it's a good question. I'm going to go ahead and just throw out an arbitrary number here, and I'm going to say 40. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that gives us a little bit of time. I'm giving myself, I want to give myself some time on these things. All
1: right. Well, I feel like a douche sometimes, and I'm 33. I mean, um, I brought up a pair of Yeezys to the office that I'm cleaning and attempting to offload online. And the reason for that is, A, I'd like to get the money and put it into another, like a different pair of shoes. Sure, sure. And B, I just see so many dudes wearing this, like the wearing Yeezys are the same colorway, and it, they just look so stupid. <laughs> and I feel like every time I put them on, I'm like, do I look this that fucking stupid? <laughs> I, I think I don't, but it's in my head now and so I have to get rid of one pair and keep the, yeah.
0: the other. Yeah, that's smart. It's also always a good idea to like, anytime, you know, it's, it, it always feels good to sell something right before it's not worth anything right you know what i mean and yeah. i don't th- i don't think that the yeezys are about to be you know worthless so to speak but it, sometimes it's a lot of times i hold on to things for too long and then i can't get any i can't get a, re- a value or return on on what I, a return on the investment yeah, at all right. basically and you're never going to get over the return you're never or you're never going to get an actual return on an investment but to recoup some of the money that you did put into something is always nice for sure uh one thing that like stands out to me is is probably three years ago four years ago uh the balenciaga arena was like the hottest shoe to ever hit the earth it was like it's 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 this it was very angled it kind of had like the hiking style laces on the front Mm -hmm. they were usually all one color and, like, everybody was wearing these. Oh, yeah. Kanye was wearing these. these like, like, they were huge. Every rapper had these on. It was right as, it was kind of right as, like, hip-hop and, and esp- hip-hop in, in particular, like, started really getting into fashion, fashion heavy, like, mm-hmm. high designer type stuff. And so, these, were, these would sell out every single time a new color dropped on, like, any given site. You couldn't get a pair. And... Slowly and slowly and slowly, you you just started started seeing the size runs sit, and now even like the last run of colors was was totally like on sale, made it to warehouse stores, made it to you know yeah the outlets and everything. I don't
1: think I could pull these off. Yeah, and
0: it's just like you know you had to, but there was a point where you could have worn those for for two three years and then sold them and gotten a pretty penny for them mm-hmm. and been out. But now if you got still your have money them, out, yeah, you're not you. You're stuck. I
1: like. I still like the Yeezys. I'm not saying that I don't. I I'm like, not either. I'm I'll, just
0: saying, like, getting rid of a pair now is not. I don't think you'll regret that.
1: Yeah, I just feel like I've gotten my money out of them.
0: Yeah, and I would not. And be yeah, sad you've, got to see wear, them.
1: you've got a lot of wear. You've got a lot
0: of wear out of them too. Yeah, uh, but not too much wear. If anybody wants to buy them, they're they're worn just right. They look brand new. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying you beat the shit out of. Them. I'm saying I've seen you wear them. They're, they're plenty, well kept. But. Yeah, you're wearing them to the office. We're yeah. walking around on on c- cement for three hours a day, you know? <laughs> you're not doing it. You're, not, yeah, you're not, not thrashing them in the mud. Right. Yeah, they look great. You can hit Peeba tag up on Instagram if hey. you're interested in buying his Yeezys. All what, offers. What size, what size are they? They are a size nine, US nine. US nine. We're, we'll get those things sold. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, w- that I was going to tell the story about kind of like in relation to this, and it kind of falls right in line with the Bieber thing too. Fear of God does their who we talked about a, a few episodes back does their Essentials line yeah and they sell it at PacSun, and it's basically like all of Fear of God's like athleisure type stuff kind of pared down made um, less expensively. And sold at a more approachable price point so that, like, younger kids and and just more people in general can, like, get in on this look. Right. And so I went to the PacSun here at Barton Creek Mall and, like, looked through the range. And I tried a couple things on. And th- it was a – I think mostly it was because I, this was at PacSun. And the guy helping me out was like maybe eighteen, mm. but probably sixteen or seventeen years old. I would old. love to have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, like, I tried on like two pairs of the shorts and a pair of sweatpants, and it, it took about ten minutes. And then I just like, I was just like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I can't do this. Get out. I felt so old in that PacSun. sun. We'll save this for another trying on this stuff.
1: Another episode, but we need to tell that story about you
0: and I going to the pack sun for that fear of god yeah. drop. That yeah. was comical but it's just you know and that that was a thing like all the colors are really bright it's like super bright yellow and bright red and the shorts are like aggressively drop crotched and and the the tank's super long and like the hoodie is massive and it's just like presented to me in that way i just felt so old even attempting to pull off this like like that kind of that look yeah you know Mm-hmm. And so that's you know, it definitely happens. You get you get too old for some of this, and and you got to pare it down and and just go with what works. And which is why I will stick with.
1: I, I, I so back to denim. My go to is Levi's five ten, and they're just a standard pair that you can beat the shit out of, and they'll last. Uh, and then you can re up and get another one. I mean, they're going to be the same each time. The fit is a little bit different. You know, from the first pair I've uh, had, but that's my go-to. Well,
0: and and in my experience with Levi's, it, okay, anybody out there looking for jeans, Levi's is a great option that is really an ex- that's that is inexpensive. We've talked about them a lot on this podcast and on various other ones that I've that I've guested on. The thing about Levi's is it, it, it they make so many jeans, they make so many different fits, they make so many different washes in so many different sizes. That I know for a fact Levi's is using multiple vendors to create all of this denim, which means that, th- and at the prices that they're selling at, their quality control is not going to be the absolute best. So it may take you trying four or five pairs of denim, maybe in a couple of different sizes to like really nail something down with Levi's because you will get different fits for in sure. the exact same size for sure in two different washes mm-hmm. of a style. And that's just something that you deal with when you're when you're buying from a brand that large, that is offering you a, a price like that, nominally fifty to eighty bucks for a pair of jeans, right? Right. So, so don't don't get discouraged if you buy one pair of Levi's and they don't work out. And it, you know, just another thing to address quickly that somebody asked about, he was specifically wearing Levi's that he he said were he was he would buy them, they would fit great, and then within a few wears, they were like feeling too stretched out and baggy. And so I was just gonna address kind of denim fitting overall, because it took me a lot a long time to get this right. But denim stretches. Whether it has stretch in it, whether it's like a ninety-eight percent cotton or two percent elastane or a hundred percent cotton, denim is going to stretch mm-hmm. a lot, especially in the waist. And so when you're buying denim, it now you don't want to look like a sausage when you put jeans on, obviously. But especially in the waist, you want it to be snug when you first try on a pair of denim. That's, that's the thing. When you put them on, if you put on a pair of jeans and they are just like super comfy right out the box or right off the hanger, it's probably a size too big. Hmm. Because that waist is really going to stretch out. But usually about an inch, usually about a whole size, depending on the brand and the composition and just the, the structure in general. But that's something to keep in mind. If the first pair that you try on feels really really comfortable. Just at least try the size down. At least try it on. And if it's way too snug or way too tight, then go with go with the the you know, the pair that you thought was comfortable. Mm-hmm. But if it just feels like, "Ooh, these are a little snug," they'll stretch out and they will eventually be perfect. Um couple brands that I was going to mention, uh Madewell, longtime J.Crew sister brand just released men's. They just came out with men's, which is pretty exciting uh they've got three fits in denim that look pretty good and the price range is one that you don't see too often and that i think a lot of people listening will probably be interested in uh depending on the wash you're at 115 or 128 dollars, mm-hmm. and then if you go they have like one pair of selvage in each fit and that's 156 but you don't see that range very often no like right above 100 dollars. Right like so that's it's i've not yet tried a pair of these but based on that price range i think you'll probably get something a little more elevated than levi's but that's not costing you 200 bucks at nordstrom nice and so it's worth worth checking out and then everlane uh has in the past month has released two new fits uh, in their men's denim they just released a skinny fit and they just released an athletic fit so uh for the bigger dudes out there check out their athletic fit it's supposed to be roomy in the seat with a taper and for the smaller dudes out there check out the skinny fit it looks really good and their denim is 70 dollars. wow so that's an excellent price point for, for 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 pairs of jeans that i've heard good reviews on um phil mentioned Topman. uh one of my go-to's is rag and bone which is a little bit higher price point but i think Very comfortable, great fits, great washes.
1: Well worth the money.
0: Um, APC, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, if you're looking for something raw, although they do offer lots of different washes as well. Uh, Dylan was just looking for for new jeans, and I suggested AG to him, Mm -hmm. specifically the Telus Fit, which I think looks like a really just nice, like slim pair of denim, basically. Mm -hmm. Not on the skinny side, not on the relaxed side, just like a very good everyday pair. And then uh, Nudie is another brand that I really like. Uh, price range is usually under two hundred bucks, and it's huge for me because they do so many different fits that you can really find something that like is kind of perfect for you. And they offer uh, multiple different lengths, which is huge. Um, it's always really nice for me to find a, th- a-, a brand that offers a thirty length, so that I don't have to get them tailored mm, or deal I with a still bunch have of to get that shit or tailored. deal with a bunch of stacking. Um, and then one other thing I was going to address about denim is as we're sitting here talking about brands that you'll, that you'll find in these stores there, I, there's, there's a push for performance denim. And I believe this is kind of has been initiated and kind of spun off from, from the massive athleisure sector, you know, like everybody's wearing athleisure right now. It's the hottest thing going. People want to be comfortable. People want like this like this hybrid stuff that's like kind of to work out, but also kind of to just live in. And so two brands that have big, big like presentations at our local Nordstrom are Page Denim and Fidelity Denim. I'm a hard pass on this stuff, Phil. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm Noted. a hard, hard pass. Okay. I- I'm just gonna read you, I just pulled this off Nordstrom's website. Here's Paige Denim's composition on their denim. rayon, 28% cotton, 21% poly, 1% spandex. And here's Fidelity. 64% Lyocell, 30% cotton, 4% elasto-multiester, 2% elastane. Okay, guys, that's not denim. It's not denim. That's too much elasto-multiester. That's sweatpants that are denim. (laughs) I don't don't want that, man. That's, uh, like... I'm all for being comfortable, but, but to me, if that's what you want, then, then go for like some, some, some joggers or some sweats or, or something that's flexible and breathable and, and supposed to be, but to try to like, kind of like shoehorn the performance and the athleisure thing into denim. Right. It's just, it's a, it's weird. Like maybe if I was, maybe if I was like a, 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 um, a courier riding a bike around and I wanted to like look presentable when I walked into offices, but I also needed to like ride my bike in denim. <laughs> like maybe I'd maybe I'd consider something like that, but I just can't imagine why I would need denim that is majority rayon or lyocell.
1: Yeah, that's too much. You, are you giving these a shot? No, I'm not giving them a shot. I, like I said, I, st- I stick with what I know. And uh, I, now, that being said. The the first pair of like good jeans that I ever purchased it was back when um, Seven for All Mankind was at Urban Outfitters, and so those were
0: their slimy, which I still think they sell slimy fit. I think they do still fit. Do still sell slimy, <laughs> yeah. which I've always thought was ironic because that is not a slim pair of jeans. <laughs> well, is that the pair that you are talking about that you, yeah. that you almost held that was, on to? I had a few yeah. of them. Okay, and so.
1: Um, But those had a shit ton of this stuff in them. Or a lot of spandex. And I liked it at the time, but they did not hold up well at all. Um, Very easy to screw up. And especially, like, it's hard to get a real good, um, like, wash when you have all this other shit in there. Um, I don't know. I would just rather stay away from this much stretch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just one of those... you know i don't know it's kind of like to me it's almost like somebody is making a suit out of french terry yeah. you know it's just like no that's not the point yeah man. like you don't you don't just change a suit something that's supposed to be formal and sharp you don't just change it because it's not that comfortable or Because it's not the most comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like it serves its purpose. We're not trying to sleep in these jeans, yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. And so, I don't know why you would want to bastardize denim so because I just feel like I-, I feel like you buy these things and I just think they're gonna lose their structure for sure. I think they're gonna bag out bad in the knees. Do that what's the retail on these? Do you know, like 200 bucks? Really, okay. yeah, yeah. Wow. so I th- just a fair warning out there that. Well, you know, I I think that the denim that's that's ninety eight two seems to be the most common right now. Ninety eight cotton, two percent elastane or poly or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's plenty of stretch, man. Jeans like that are comfortable. They're built they're built to move with you. So so I I think you stick with the cotton. You stick with some structure, and and you just you just wear jeans, man. That's right. Don't sleep in them. <laughs> that second rant was brought to you by. Rowdy gentlemen, rowdy gentlemen, CC CC early thirty percent off your entire purchase. Um, man, that's it for us today. It's been it's been fun to talk about this. I, I do want to clarify after everything that we've said, it's just jeans. It's just <laughs> the 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 fit is is what you like. You wear what's comfortable, what you like, what you think looks good, and that's that that's that's rule number one, man. You feel good, you look good. That's it. And so uh, whether I change up the fits. Doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna wear what I think looks good. And, you know, it is it is always interesting how this pair of jeans, the one that I mentioned earlier, the rag and bones that were that were an early pair of mine that are now like a size too big and a little relaxed looking, you know, eighteen months ago I wouldn't have worn them out of the house. Didn't mm. like the way they fit. Right. And then like baggier silhouettes come down three different one run, runways and Virgil abloh puts a pair on and I'm like man, these things are tight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's like, yeah. it's sometimes following along to all this will make you feel a little bit like a lemming. For sure. And that's just, that's, that's just part of it though, is that trends change and the right people make their right, make, the, make these things cool again. And that's just how it goes. And I, I, so it's just important to, to remember to just wear what you like and, and, Follow along because it's fun, but but don't put too much stock. Yeah, if you can pull too much it off, into all of this, then wear it. If you can pull it off, go with it. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. You can also follow on Twitter at Club Cool Pod. I'm a little less active on Twitter, but I, I have I've tweeted out some good deals to various shoes, uh, some sale links. For example, Adidas Friends and Family is going on right now. Almost the entire site is 25 percent off. So, you know, I have I've tweeted some stuff like that. That's at Club Cool Pod as well. You can follow my personal accounts at Barrett Dudley on Twitter and Instagram. You can buy Phil's Yeezys by DMing him <laughs> at uh oh, at P Batag. <laughs> P is in Philip,
1: B is in boy,
0: A T T A G. That's right, and they do. You should you should put a you should put a picture on your story just so people can see yeah, how clean yeah, they we'll look. Yeah, we'll get those out there. And you know, Phil already has another pair. He doesn't need two pairs of Yeezys. Right. So so check them out if you're interested. If you're in the market, uh, send me your thoughts on on who should go with Yusaku Mayazawa on his journey to the moon, and uh, we will see you next week for Lucky Number V13. Bye-bye.